Hello and welcome back to the Three Pillars Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Tobin, a.k.a. Tobinator the Motivator, and this is episode 108, Your Thoughts Have Power. Guys, welcome back to the Three Pillars Podcast, the podcast where we focus on those three pillars of fitness, spiritual, mental, and physical fitness to help us grow closer to the Lord on this journey we call life. Tonight, we're going to be talking about your thoughts, their power, what you can do to improve your thoughts and improve your power and improve your overall life by changing your mindset. We're going to get into that here in just a little bit. Uh, guys, thank you so much. As you know, last week I took a little break. I uh, lost my grandfather. Thank you all for your messages, through your texts, through your posts, through everything. Uh, it truly means a lot to me. He was a great man, lived a great life. Uh, so from the bottom of my heart, thank you very much for, for all of your support through this time. Um, diving right back into the podcast, he wouldn't want me to miss a beat. So here we go. We're going to hit into the power of thought. So before we get into that, we're going to start with a quick word of prayer as always. We'll do the housekeeping stuff on the back and we'll just dive right in. So without further ado, let us pray. Heavenly Father, we love you. Thank you for enlightening us. Thank you for opening our eyes, giving us discernment, giving us wisdom, helping us to use you as our guide, use you as our model, and to have our focus be on you, that we can use our minds and bodies to their fullest potential, be the best that we possibly can be. Lord, I ask that you give me the Words to say, give anybody listening to this the eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive anything that can grow them closer to you. In the most holy name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Your thoughts, they have power. And that's what we're going to get into tonight. What does this mean? How are we going to tackle this? Well, I am going to jump into the book of Philippians. We've talked about the book of Philippians before. we talked about Paul. Uh, he had a, while well, he was writing to the, the Christians there at Philippi, uh, Philippians 4.8. I'm just going to read it, and we're going to talk about it per the usual. Um, this is a verse that is, if you really dig into and dig down into it, we've talked a lot over the past couple episodes about subtraction to addition. How do you break a bad habit? How do you break vices? How do you how do you increase your power over your mind and over over your body and over your spirit? You have to replace it with good things. So he uh, Paul writes in. Uh, Philippians 4, 8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Fill your mind full of things that are edifying and drop all the toxic stuff that you can pollute your mind with. That's the episode, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming. No, that, that's not the episode, but that's part of it, okay? In that time frame, in, in our Christian theology, um, the power of thought holds a very profound place in our life. The Apostle Paul, again, he was central to our doctrine, central to our belief uh, system, and helping uh, develop our doctrine, as it were. Um, he knew the power of the mind, through all his trials and his tribulations. And then this letter, he urges those uh, Christians there at Philippi uh, to focus their thoughts on all these things we just talked about. Again, things that are true, honest, just, pure, lovely, and praiseworthy. This guidance uh, from the book of Philippians, it, it's more than just a call to positive thinking. It's not just being being motivated, right? You're not just going to be, you're not going to be happy all the time. It's an invitation to engage in a, in a practice that's going to align your thoughts with God's truth. So when you align your thoughts with God's truth, 
it, it, he really he's drawing from his own experiences. His experiences are not too far off from a lot of ours. Of course, he, he was in jail a lot of times. He got out of jail with the earthquakes. He was persecuted. He was whipped. He was beaten. Um, hardship, persecution, all these things. We have it bad. The problem, the problem with modern-day Christians is we think that we have it bad, especially in the West. Oh, they, they, called, they called my Jesus a uh, uh, name. They said he wasn't real. Meanwhile, in other parts of the country, of the world, I should say, if you even express your faith that you're a Christian, you could be persecuted, killed, jailed, anything like that. If you could be absolutely taken off this planet uh, because you're a Christian. Think about in places in Africa. Think about places in the Middle East. If you're a professing Christian, they don't take that too lightly over there. But we're persecuted in, in the West. I don't buy that. You guys need to toughen up. Paul's ability to maintain his faith and persevere through these challenges was closely tied to his deliberate choice to fix his mind on virtuous and praiseworthy things. And thoughts. <laughs> In a world rife with suffering and adversity, Paul recognized the importance of directing one's thoughts toward the Creator, the source of all goodness and truth. So in these times of persecution, these times of adversity, these times of uh, these, these hardships that you go through, you have to put your mind on the Lord. For me personally, this, this past week, it was a tough time for my family. I know that my grandfather loved the Lord. I know that he loved us. He wasn't a perfect man. He was not a perfect Christian. None of us are perfect men or perfect Christians. However, like King David, he always focused his, his, his thoughts and he always sought guidance from the Lord. And ultimately, at the end of his life and at the end of my, my grandfather's life, he found rest and peace in Christ Jesus. And now he's dancing with Jesus and my grandmother for all eternity. That got me through last week more than anything is that reassurance that he is with the Lord. And that is a lovely thought. That is a true thought. That is a pure thought. The man loved the Lord. He loved his family. He loved his wife. He was married for uh, for 30 years, and then he did another 20 without her, still uh, in love with her to the day he died. We buried him with a picture of, of my grandmother that he always kept with him everywhere he went. That is just you know, my little examples. There's many of them out there. How you can take a hard time and change your mindset and find the truth of the matter. When I was in the military, we had a lot of tough times in the military. You know, everybody goes to boot camp. Everybody tells boot camp stories. I'm not going to tell a boot camp story. I will tell an advanced infantry school story uh, because that was probably the hardest thing I ever did in the Marine Corps was going to advanced infantry school. So after riding all week on a on an order, you know, these and you have to handwrite these things. You can't just you know copy and paste them. So I'm writing this whole order. I get in and they have this. Uh, event called a field leadership exercise where you're tapped to be the squad leader which I've been a squad leader but this is just for this this course and you have to lead an operation you have to write the write the order build a terrain model brief the order execute and execute it well and you're evaluated on, on how you do that we're after getting like all this this work done getting like no sleep getting out into the field guess who got tapped to go first on this particular urban operation you guessed it so instead of being, oh, man, I'm tired, I can't get through this, I don't know what I'm going to do, 
I went back to my training. I went back to the grit. I went back to the, the work ethic that was instilled upon me by my seniors and my peers. And most importantly, I dug deep and, and said a little prayer to the Lord. God, help me get through this. Jesus, be with me. Help me get my guys to this. It was a training exercise. I get all that. But help us to execute this so that we can learn the most that we can so I can evaluate myself and really check myself and, and be the best that we can be for this, uh, for this unit that I'm getting ready to go back to. And wouldn't you know it, it was a fantastic raid. It was a fantastic zone of clear of a, of a mount town out of Camp Pendleton. And we did it very, very well. We didn't take any casualties. We went through, set up our patrol base in the city. Everybody was good. I racked out. Had a great time. <laughs> but that's putting your thoughts and putting, giving yourself power. Because, again, it's, not just, your, it's just not just a positive mindset. It's not just being motivated right it's actually digging deep and thinking okay this could be you could either you could think one way hey this is terrible this is awful i'm not going to get through this and you're going to be slugging through the dirt and you're going to fail you're just going to fail because your your attitude's not in the right place but having that positive mental attitude having that uh that focus having the 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 knowledge and, and bringing everything back to the forefront you can get through just about anything because your thoughts again have power Changing your whole paradigm, changing your whole mindset is going to put you in the right frame of mind, the right frame of reference. It's going to help you be the best that you possibly can be um, moving forward in, in your life. Just like Paul, my man went through a lot. Again, whipped, beaten, stoned, all these things. But he kept his focus on the Lord because he knew he had a mission. And if you know you've got a mission, the only way to execute it is to start doing it. Get a plan, start putting it into motion. A, a good plan now is better than a perfect plan 10 minutes uh, from now. That's, uh, that's a patent quote. Just be a thinking man with a bias for action. You've got your plan. You've got your thought. Start moving. We can figure it out as we go. Okay? Don't get stuck overthinking things. We've talked about um, uh, analysis through paralysis. Or paralysis through analysis. You just overanalyze something and you're finally just pfft, you short circuit because you can't handle it. Don't do that. Okay? The Apostle James, he echoes uh, kind of Paul's sentiment in his own epistle, uh, the book of James, reminding believers that every good and perfect gift comes from God. This underscores the idea that when we focus on what is good and what is true, our thoughts naturally gravitate toward God, acknowledging him as the ultimate giver of blessings. This recognition not only fosters gratitude, but also strengthens one connection to God. So the, the verse from James, James 1.17 Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. So every good gift, every time you put these thoughts into action and you reap the benefits of what you sow, that's the Lord re rewarding you. He's not going to always shower you with a bunch of, a bunch of gold coins. But he's going to say, hey, you put in the work, you're going to get back. If, you, if your head's in the right place, you're going to get back. You know, you're going to reap what you sow, as it were. And so as you start doing this over and over and over, you start realizing, you know, I put in this work, my head, heart's in the right place, my head's in the right place, my body's in the right place. I'm starting to have a lot of success. I'm not in these ruts that I used to be in. Why? Because your thoughts have power and you realize that, Man, God is real. He's talking to me. He gives me these things. 
because I work for it. And it was, this is not a, a works or faith discussion, but your good works, again, are the, is, is your gratitude towards God for doing all the wonderful things he does for you. So why would I not want to honor my creator by working uh, as hard as I can for him? Because he gives me these things. He gives me these lives. He puts me back in tune, puts me back in focus uh, with him and it helps me develop a closer connection with him. How many times have you ever felt, you know, I'm just not quite there, I'm missing one thing. And then all of a sudden, you realize that that kind of bottom thing that you're missing, that foundation is God. I found out in my life, many times, you, you get rolling it with the world and you forget sometimes, man, I'm missing something, I'm not quite where I need to be. Oh, it was God that I, Lord, I know you're there. And a lot of times we get caught up with this because we are, we get used to that reward. We forget to thank him for the rewards. We're only, we only want to talk to him when, it, when the times are bad. Every time something good happens to you, thank you, Jesus. Every time something bad happens to you, thank you, Jesus. This is going to help me learn. It's going to help me grow and be better off in the long run. Okay. So how do we put this guidance from Paul into practice? Well, we are encouraged by Paul and encouraged by all of all the church fathers to reflect on the foundational aspects of faith. What is faith? Faith is like the air. You can't see it, but you know it's there. I, I know I can't see you, God, but I know you're there. I know you're talking to me. I hear you. I see the wind blow. I know it's because of you. I hear the cicadas uh, buzzing in the back. I know it's because you put, put them here. And I know that the sun comes up and it goes down every day because you set them in motion at the dawn of time. Okay. That's one way to do it. Another uh, method is to focus on Jesus' sacrificial love. He loved us so much that he incarnated, God incarnated himself, came and he got on a cross and he died for us. And, and there's a whole, I, I've done episodes on it in the past, but his sacrificial love, he did it because he, he, didn't, he doesn't need us. He wants us. And that act of love freed us from sin and death if we so choose you can also recall moments when god provided he protected i've been in situations i got out of the military it's a struggle i get it guys trust me i've been out a while i'm still struggling but we're every day we're closer and closer to a, a breakthrough but there was a time in my life in the not too recent past where i'm like i don't know how i'm going to pay the bills this month or feed my kids or anything like that I've been there and then out of nowhere something happens maybe a, 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 a relative shows up hey I got some extra money here's something not, not even not even knowing my situation or maybe you know because you know maybe it was a, a church or anything like that uh, maybe it was a, a group there's a lot of things I'm not going to get get too into the weeds with it but there have been times in my life where money just kind of appears out of nowhere, seemingly. And it's not for us not trying real hard, but we're very involved with the church, very involved with the work, very involved with our kids. Obviously, we homeschool them. We try to teach them the, the right way, the way, the truth, and the life that is Jesus. And people see that, even though you, you don't always know that. And sometimes they'll come for you in a pension you don't even know. You don't even have to ask because they don't even know, but they're just like, I need to help this person out. Maybe that's what happened to me. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But all I know is that 
there's a creator in this world and he's taking care of us. The birds don't have to worry about being clothed, right? They just exist. God provides them everything they need. Are we any less than the birds? No, we're greater than the birds and the animals. He's going to take care of you. You have to trust that. Times are going to get tough. I get it. But understand, he's, he's got you covered. Don't stress over it. It, 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 it. Again, it can be very stressful. I know that. But it doesn't mean you just sit on the couch and wait for the blessings to come. You have to go out and put, the, put, put forth the works. So that's part of that, uh, you know, God providing and protecting, protecting you. I've been there, okay? He's, he's there. He's real. He'll take care of you. And ultimately, the prayer is, Lord, you've, you helped me so many times. Help me be in a spot where I can help somebody in the same situation, okay? I'm not a bank. I'm not Daddy Warbucks or anything like that. But if I got a couple extra bones and I got to see somebody in need, I'll try to help them if I can, especially if it's a friend of mine. Okay? End of story. Full stop. Another thing you can contemplate on is think, is just thank God for his boundless love and his unchanging promises. He promises that you will go to heaven if you believe in him. Thou shalt love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. Thou shalt love your neighbor as yourself. It's essentially the Ten Commandments. We've talked about it before. You do those things, you're going to heaven. That's the eternal promise. Are you going to be judged? Are you going to be held to account with your actions on this earth? Yes. But it's, I've had weapons before. <laughs> I will take an eternal whooping for a minute if I get to spend my life in close proximity to the Lord. Okay? It means all of us need to change our ways, myself included. Okay? Not perfect. But we're all going to be held to account one day. But I'd rather have a little bit, of, I'd rather have some judgment in my life to keep me accountable for all eternity than to burn the lake of fire or completely be annihilated from the existence or even have any kind of chance at being close to the presence of the Lord. Feel me? It's essential to recognize that following Paul's advice extends beyond just, just again, not just, you're not just positive thinking. It's not just, uh, this, this isn't about positive mental attitude. We've done, done that before. It's about cultivating the mind of Christ in daily life. This means that the focus on goodness and truth isn't just a mental exercise. It's a spiritual discipline that enables believers to navigate life's challenges with faith, hope, and a perspective centered on God's character. So by understanding who God is and who you are to God, you are an image bearer of God. Your role on this planet is to further his kingdom by being his representative, his regent, his co-regent on this earth, and to be a good steward of the land and whatever God puts in, in, in front of you. If God gives you $10,000 right now, tomorrow, he does not expect you to blow that all by tomorrow or by the next day. He expects you to take that $10,000 Put it to good use and make it into $50,000. Make it into $100,000 somehow. Maybe you got to spend the $10,000 and then a week later now you got fifty. I don't know. But I'm not good with money. But maybe that's what you got to do is be that good steward on this earth and further that kingdom. Understand who you are. Understand your purpose. That's how you're going to uh, be an even better uh, Christian. Be a better human being because we are going to be in service to other people. Does that make sense? So, to conclude this episode, my little closing statement, as it were. Your thoughts have power. We've discussed that throughout this episode. When you align your thoughts with God's truth and goodness, drawing from the wisdom of Paul and the teachings of James, it's very evident that this, this practice is not just a self-help technique. Okay? 
I know this is a, quote, self-help podcast. I get it. <laughs> but we focus on all this through a Christian lens. This is a spiritual journey that deepens your relationship with God. When you focus on these things that are true, that are honest, that are just, that are pure, that are lovely and praiseworthy, you as a Christian, we as human beings, can embrace the power of thoughts. And in doing so, you're going to, rec- you're going to reflect the light that is Jesus Christ throughout the world. Because the world's a broken place. But we can fix it if we shine the light on the darkness, expose the darkness, drive out the evil in the world. Because we are focused, our thoughts, they have that power. They have that transformative power to create. And whether you're creating a podcast platform, whether you're, you're creating an empire, a business empire, employing people, whether you are going out every day, putting on your uniform and defending your country, defending your community, whatever it might be, you can still be a representative of Christ everywhere you go by how you walk, how you carry yourself, how you talk, how you interact with people, and how you serve others. Get your thoughts in the right place, and you're going to be just fine, ladies and gents. That's all I got for you this week. Episode 108, your thoughts have power. Put it to use. Walk the walk, talk the talk, put it into practice, okay? Before I say our closing prayer... I had a good one the other day. This is one I actually wrote down. Um, I'm going to get into that in just a minute. Uh, Thank you all very much for tuning in. Again, thank you for last week. Thank you for all the love and support. Uh, We're going to keep firing on all 12 cylinders as we move forward here. Uh, If you're new to the show, please subscribe to the channel. If you like it, let me know how it is. Drop a comment. If you're listening to this on Apple or, or Spotify or any of the other podcast platforms, rate the show, share it. Leave me a review. If you're on Good Pods, please go over to Good Pods. We're doing stellar over on Good Pods right now. Uh, it's a podcast discovery platform. Uh, while you're over there, rate the show, rate whatever episodes you've watched. Binge them all, rate them all. I'd love it if you did that. Also, check out Joe Ruscielo's at the Sword of the Spirit podcast. Anywhere you can find podcasts, you'll see his links down below. He's, he's awesome. He does a, a, a two-weekly live shows that you don't want to miss. If you miss them, Go back and listen to him because he's an awesome teacher. Okay. Share the show. That's how we grow. That's my little ditty, as, as, as we say. Um, thank you all very much from the bottom of my heart for tuning into this, for being part of this journey. We're going to keep on keeping on with all this. This is a great, um, a great thing that we do. So uh, thank you again for all your love and support. We're going to end this with a quick word of prayer. And I'm going to kick you guys out for a fantastic weekend. Hoorah. So let us pray. God, sometimes it's hard to focus my mind on good things. When I can't see the outcome of a situation, I worry. But I know you are true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, and praiseworthy, Lord. And I'm grateful I can focus my mind on you at all times. When I go through challenging situations, please remind me of your goodness. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, guys, I'm Chase Tobin, a.k.a. Tobinator the Motivator. Thank you again for tuning in. Until next week, Tobinator, 